Go. Streaming from South Africa to the world. To the world. This is the Stonks Go Moon podcast. What just happened? We break it down so you don't have to. Welcome everyone to the Stonks Go Moon podcast. My guest today, Eugene Price, is one of the co-founders of ERG Industrial. Eugene, welcome to the pod. Thanks, Rocco. Great to be here. Excited to have a bit of a discussion with you. Eugene, you came onto my radar in a very weird way. Um, so normally when I do discovery, I would travel LinkedIn and I would see, you know, who's interesting people? What are they doing? Mining isn't one of the uh, typical industries that comes up when I, you know, one of those sexy industries. So what happened is my, my, my son is three years old. He was sitting next to me on the chair. And I was curling and he says, stop, right? And I go, okay, cool. What is it? And he's like, what's that? And it's a video of blasting. It's a blasting video. And immediately he is absolutely captivated. I have to play it 40 times. I even have a video of him laughing and reacting to it. And then I sort of went into, uh, because it was the ERG company webpage on LinkedIn. I found you found Reynard and I sort of thought wow these guys really are doing something different because mining let's face it it's unsexy how how do you or how do you guys differentiate yourself in that space how did that all come about yeah so Rocco first on uh, your son watching the blast videos I I believe uh, my son's about the same age and also, I think probably half the views of the blasting videos on LinkedIn is my own son scrolling my <laughs> own uh, my own feed. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of uh, where it where it came from, where it where it started. Uh, so we we started our company in July of 2019, and uh, from there, quite a bit of a roller coaster with COVID that came in early 2020. Yeah. And at that point, around about March of 2020, we, we kind of uh, ran out of steam in terms of exhausting our own network and the network of our network and their network and, and so on. Yes. So we were actually uh, actively trying to find some type of mechanism to generate some inbound leads for our company uh, uh, so that we could move away from 100% cold calling, essentially, to getting some inbound leads. And uh, for quite some time, we were searching for what, what what's the biggest return on investment? Should we spend a ton of money on SEO and website and all of that? And we realized that the audience we wanted to reach, uh, the only place we could really reach them was, was through LinkedIn. Um, yeah. Even though I'd say maybe 50% of mining industry is not on LinkedIn even. No, still. they're not. And, uh, and I mean, I've spent a decade in, in the downstream um, energy sector. And I'll tell you, those procurement managers are hard to find. It's sort of they are gatekeepers to, you know, <laughs> it's like, how do I get them? How do I get to them? So I know exactly you're like preaching to the choir. Yeah, I mean, you, you with your background in oil and gas, I mean, you, you'll you know as well as I do, it's uh, they're, they're an enigma. Um, yeah. you, you have to know somebody's uncle to to actually reach them. <laughs> so is um, and they're so like workers, what, what, but they're there. So how do I get them? Exactly. How, how do you get them? So what happened um, after we kind of set off on this uh, this approach to to see what platform we could use 
Uh, the one day I was scrolling LinkedIn, it was sometime in March last year. And I started noticing this, uh, this guy that seemed to be killing it on LinkedIn, getting lots of reactions, lots of views. And for a couple of weeks, I followed his posts and I started picking up, let's, let's call it a pattern. Um, what I started thinking is this. Can you remember what his name was? Can you remember who it was? Yeah, his name is uh, Talifani Banks. He's the CEO okay. of a company called Analytics Advertising. Oh, there um, you go. So, yeah, so I checked uh, Talifani there on LinkedIn and I saw uh, what he was doing. And uh, being an engineer, I saw someone running tests. He was testing the algorithm, seeing what worked, what didn't work, uh, posting derivatives of, of similar content. Yes. Uh, so then I decided, look, let, let, me, let me reach out to him. I, I know pretty much nothing about, about social media. Yes. And we met up for a coffee and had a chat. And uh, from there, that's where uh, we as ERG Industrial decided, let's, uh, let's give it a go. Because we all, um, when you start out on LinkedIn, you need to find a mentor, right? My mentor was Casey Graham from a company called Gravy in the United States. I started following him in December of last year and also learned through that because it's a very intimidating platform to go on. And I feel sometimes there's a lot of people that's trying to sell you into a course or like a mentorship, or whatever. You just need to find your industry and what you want to achieve and like, like find that mentor. So that's pretty cool. So that's why I ask you like, who is that guy and who was it for you? So, right. Okay. Now, now we've established, right. We followed him. We had a coffee, which is awesome. Um, where did you go? And then where did you go from there? So where, where we then went from there is, and, and you, you rightly say, uh, having a, a mentor, somebody that, that uh, has gone through the ropes and understands the platform, um, it is invaluable. So uh, we then engaged with analytics advertising um, to, to see whether we can work together on a short-term basis. And we, we gave it a go working with, with their team, but and unfortunately, at no, no fault of, of their own at analytics advertising or that of, of Talifani, uh, we saw that in our niche space of mining, um, yes. you, you can't really outsource any type of content creation because no, you, you need intimate knowledge of, of the industry, of the technical stuff that, that we do. Um, so we then parted ways with analytics advertising after about two months. And decided we'll do all of our content uh, in-house, the editing, the production, uh, the writing of the text, all of that in-house. And uh, from there, kind of the, the rocket ship started, uh, started taking off. Um, look, our, if I can share our hypothesis yeah, at, uh, at the outset. So the, the hypothesis at the outset with LinkedIn in trying to formulate a strategy was uh, we understood that LinkedIn favored people above companies yes. and uh, LinkedIn favored not selling over selling. So we, it's kind of a difficult situation where you want to sell, but you can't sell and you have to do it through a person. So it's that argument of although we are a B2B business um, on LinkedIn, online sales is still B2C or let's say human to human, H2, H2H to H. Oh, I love that. Uh, so human, yeah. based on that, we then had to choose a face for the company. So I was the, the chosen one. Uh, not that I had the best face, but uh, it, it, it was uh, most likely to succeed in terms of what we wanted to achieve. <laughs> Listen, Eugene. I got accused last season of picking very handsome males as a prerequisite of coming coming on the pod. 
I'm going to get blasted again because you are ruggedly good looking. And I promise this is not a SGM strategy. Women of LinkedIn, get off my back. So basically, I've started seeing you and Reynard, which is also another good looking gentleman. And I coined the term mindfluencers because we in finance have finfluencers. And you guys, I said, you are mindfluencers because we see you and I would say dramatic shots, right? On the mine or in a quarry or aerial shots and you've got the shades on and you just look so fucking cool. It's like you make mining sexy. And I guess that's where a lot of the focus and the attraction or the interest comes from, am I right? No, 100% right, uh, Rocco. So if I can also share what probably was the, the toughest thing for me, eh, being chosen now as, as the face of, of ERG online, is my social media activity and, and presence before this is ba basically zero. Um, the only platform I've ever had an account on was, was Facebook. I've never had Twitter. I, I, I'm still not really sure what, what TikTok is. Um, so all of a sudden... Uh, all of a sudden, this dude that uh, doesn't really share anything with anyone. My mother phones me and uh, shits on my head for, for not sharing news with her. All yeah. of a sudden, I'm sharing intimate information, putting myself out there to, I mean, the world on, on LinkedIn. So that was, it was kind of tough. Um, but back to the hypothesis, it yeah. was, uh, we, we saw we needed a face. Okay. And... It's something that, uh, apart from ERG, that my entire career being in mining, um, I've always uh, looked at disdain as to how the media portrays the mining industry, what the general perception is of mining. Because yes. uh, mining is, is rough and tough, and it's a heavy industry, and it's, it's quite in the dark um, in terms of what no really pun, goes on there. No pun intended. So, so that was... That was uh, that was part of the the objective uh, for us was to to make I, I don't want to say make mining look sexy because in my view mining is sexy, uh, but to just open it up, kind of lift the lid to a wider audience uh, so yes. that they could see what mining's about and also kind of get a better appreciation for for the industry. I mean, without mining, we we kind of screwed. We don't have anything. I think that's a very good point that you're raising, is because. I mean, we are in this technology age with rapid development, cell phones, smartphones, EVs. How many people do you think actually realize where those commodities come from? It's sort of, if you look at this TikTok, Insta culture, world crowd influencers, they don't have an idea. It's like they need get the latest Apple iPhone 13. Um, those chipsets and everything come from the ground. So that's important, like awareness that you are basically raising there. Yeah, Rocco. So if I had to hazard a guess, I'd say maybe maybe one percent of the world knows uh, what what actually is in their smartphone and where it comes from. Uh, I I posted the other day. It was a photo from an underground mine, a platinum mine. Yes. With a little story about exactly this, uh, where does platinum come from? What is it used for? And I, I think the, the, the tagline to it was uh, the, the device you're reading right now uses metals that come from places like this. 
And even on that post, I got people commenting that uh, this is so outdated. These things need to be closed. It's dangerous for people. And they can't believe this goes on in the 21st century, um, which shows that uh, there's no understanding in terms of what mining means. And uh, on, on top of that, what quarrying means uh, for, for all of us. Um, the, the best interaction I probably had a number of years ago was with uh, someone that branded themselves as an environmentalist and uh, online they were uh, calling for the closure of all mines and coal mines, gold mines, platinum mines. But the, the biggest irony of it all is they wouldn't have a voice uh, without mining, without uh, what the mines produce. You, you, you're not connected. Yeah. You don't have devices, nothing of the kind. There's a massive ignorance in the ESG movement that I'm not going to get into now. Before I let you leave, I want um, two things. What impact has this LinkedIn fame or this Insta fame, whatever you want to call it, for ERG? What effect has it had on your business? Not like the likes and the clicks and the shares and the whatever. I want to know, like, on the bottom line, you don't have to be give me like solid numbers, whatever, but just like more or less. Yeah. So. First, I, I like your I, I like your little comment. Uh, let's say a slightly snide remark towards the the vanity metrics of, of views and likes and and all of that. Yeah, because um, it doesn't pay the bills. That's that's the first thing. It, it doesn't. Me. He said Rocco. Well, I like to because he doesn't speak to me. He's like this is like Rocco, but he spoke in general. But he spoke to me. I said I heard Rocco. Likes and shares and comments does not pay the bills. You need to monetize what you're doing. So that's my that's where my comment is coming from. It, exactly, and and it kind of has the the opposite effect. It, it doesn't pay the bills, but it takes away from you because you, you'll know. I, I I know you've had a couple of viral posts. It's it's a hell of a lot of work for for pretty much no return um, yes. to to have a viral post. So yeah. um, I I can share some metrics and what's incredibly powerful to us and the value to our business is yes. on this platform we've we've reached a point where um, on average a post that that gets put out there gets at least uh, eighteen thousand views uh, on it. Yeah, um, the, the likes and the other metrics are also also pretty high, but it's it's more the views. These so it's, yeah. it's a situation where we we put something out there and uh, while we're sleeping, while we're doing other work, it's kind of working working itself. Yeah. Um, the the value of on on the business has been has been incredible and uh, in, in so many different domains. So on a financial uh, side of things, um, we started the LinkedIn efforts in April last year, um, at least an additional uh, four and a half million rand in turnover. Um, wow. What would four and a half million rand be? It's about $300,000 yeah. in turnover because of, of LinkedIn. And that's what we can trace directly. And the, it's free. I mean, okay, you pay, you pay I, for it with your time, but it's free in quote unquote. Exactly, exactly. If you look at the return on investment, even with the time spent, it's it's incredible numbers in the thousands of percent of, of ROI. Um, but the, the real value that's even more, more valuable than that and uh, that has given us um, indirect financial gain and in future will do so if, even more yes. is the, the impact it's had on our um, reputation as individuals, uh, as, as the company. Uh, before we, we started putting ourselves out there on LinkedIn, 
um, we, we would be dealing with a certain level of people in the hierarchy of, of mining, if, if that makes sense. Kind no, that, of a middle, uh, that, that, middle that was the second level. part of my question. Wow, we are seeing that was the second part of my question is where would you need to start if you want to go on this journey? So that's I think that's where you're going. Yeah, and and it, 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 it's the, the value we have there. We're now in a position where um, I, I had this conversation with someone the other day where we yes. spoke about perception, public yes. perception public of, of perception, yourself. And yes. I, I don't like yes. I don't like the word perception because it kind of implies that what's perceived and what's real is 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 not a same, not the same. It's a I disconnect. So we what we put out there is what we do. There's no bells and whistles attached. So uh, we've built up the reputation by just showing people this is what we do, this is how we work, this is our business philosophy. And we're now in a situation where we get so many inbound leads. We have CEOs of big companies reaching out to us and saying, do you want to work with us on blasting? Um, can we set up a meeting? So before where we entered from the bottom, now we're entering from the top. And it's expedited uh, massively our, our progress and our success and our growth for the company. You know, I'm absolutely dumbfounded. It's, it's a South African success story. It's going to become an international success story. If the listeners want to connect with you um, offline or online, where, where's the best place to find Eugene and ERG? Uh, so, Rocco, thanks, uh, thanks for that. And uh, yeah, we're we super excited for, for the future. Um, there is, uh, we already started doing business up in, up in Israel, in Poland, in oh, Canada, in Suriname. Um, so we are truly going, going global at this stage. Um, anyone that wants to to reach out uh, to me uh, best would probably be via via email or via my cell phone number. Um, the issue that that I'm having with with LinkedIn uh, direct messages is on in any given week um, I, I probably get about 200 different messages from job seekers and people wanting to share ideas and so yeah. on. So. It can kind of get get lost in the, um, in, in the ocean. One of the becoming famous, yes. It's, it's dealing with the inbound messages. But we'll link those in, uh, in the comments as well where people can reach you. Eugene, thank you so much for joining us today. To our listeners, peace, love, and prosperity. We'll catch you in the next one.